Hey guys, and welcome to the Family Business Indaba podcast. We are the voice of African family business, promoting generational wealth and generational legacies. And my name is Susan Tendi. And I am Nika Amani. And we're going to be taking you through the journey of African family business. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, I see um, Titi's recording already, so I'm just going to introduce the next speaker uh, or speakers, um, and that is Professor Farrington. I think you all know about now, and it's uh, one of our master students, Cassidy Billings. Cassidy, I hope you can share your slides, and Cassidy is busy with a very interesting study on doing a systematic literature review and a bibliometric analysis on research specifically that has been conducted in an African context. So um, if if we can just make sure, Cassidy, if you can share your slides, please. Hi, Professor Pinter. Thank you for that Hi. warm welcome. Good thinking yourself. I'm well, thank you. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Are you able to see the slides? Not yet. Okay. Let me... It says the host has disabled screen sharing. I'm not sure. All right. Okay, there she is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Everyone able to see? Perfect. Okay. Yeah. That's wonderful. Right. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for joining in um, on this third session of the third annual African Family Business Conference. Today, it is an honor for me to be presenting the paper titled African Family Business Research and the Initial Explorations of the Field. This paper was co-authored by myself alongside Professor Shirley Farrington. Research shows that family businesses dominate worldwide and make significant economic contributions to both developed and developing countries. Given this global dominance, family business research has gathered much attention and the field has experienced tremendous growth over the years. Despite this, however, research on family businesses in an African context is lacking and the quantity is considered insignificant with no formal review of all African family business research to date. However, several scholars have highlighted the importance of researching research, excuse me, focusing on family businesses in an African context and recommend that it should be undertaken. In order to do this, Sharma suggests that to identify a field of study's future research areas requires reflecting on past research. And as such, the aim of the study is to explore the current state of the field of African family business research in order to add to the existing body of knowledge and suggest avenues for future research. In the early 2000s, the field of family business was not yet acknowledged as an independent domain, distinct from other fields such as entrepreneurship and small businesses. However, the field has since seen significant growth in recent times, with in excess of 3,368 contributions being published. The first review article on family business research was published in the Family Business Review in 2002 by Bird, Walsh, Astrashan and Pistui, with several reviews following on after this. But it was not until after 2010 that the publication of reviews significantly increased, with the focus of these reviews being on the field's evolvement, research trends, contributions and making recommendations. 
The most recent reviews include reviews carried out in 2021 by Rovelli and Aparicio, as well as their colleagues. These reviews reviewed 1,381 and 3,368 articles, respectively. Both of these reviews included no articles written by African scholars or concerning African family business. Yeah. Following on this, it must be understood that researching family businesses in Africa is imperative as it will provide opportunities for greater insights and understanding into the heterogeneity of family businesses and family business dynamics, as well as family businesses in different cultural contexts. As mentioned before, there has been no formal review of all African family business research to date. However, this study has identified four partial review articles. The first partial review was conducted in 2009 by Corval, Bruton and Wood. Reviewing eight articles, Corval's recommendation for future research is more rigorous studies on African family businesses and entrepreneurial activity in Africa. Uh, this initial review was then followed by two additional reviews carried out in 2016. The first review being by Aqua and Deshaun and the second by Farrington and Jackie. These reviews analyze 29 and 48 articles, respectively, and both recommend that more rigorous research on family businesses in Africa is necessary, and that the scope and depth of family business research in Africa needs to be broadened. A final review analyzing 70 articles was done by Samara in 2020. Samara suggests that scholars pursue international collaborations and strive for more theoretical depth and methodological rigor in their research. Now, in order to explore the current state of the field of African family business research, this study adopted a quantitative approach and used a bibliometric analysis. A bibliometric analysis is useful when reviewing a field as it enables researchers to identify patterns in publications, gain deeper insights into a field's growth, evaluate the impact of research, as well as identify its strengths and weaknesses, amongst other things. Criterion sampling was also adopted to identify the articles to include in this bibliometric analysis. In this study, the five steps of a bibliometric analysis that were carried out as follows. Step one involves defining the search criteria. The search criteria for this study were articles focusing on African family businesses, published in journals only and in the English language. In this study, African family businesses refer to family businesses that are located on the African continent. Step two was selecting databases. Google and Google Scholar were selected as the relevant databases under this step. For step three, uh, this involves the refinement of research key terms. For step three, family business, firm, ownership, enterprises, and each country forming part of the African continent were among some of the key terms used. Step four pertains to the capturing of final data. Um, and as such, data retrieved from the selected articles were captured on an Excel spreadsheet under step four. There were 206 journal articles that ended up meeting the study. Criteria. And finally, step five involved the analysis, discussion, and summary of the findings. Now, the first output that we looked at was publication activity. As you can see, publication was really slow initially, but significantly increased around 2010 and has further grown exponentially within the period from 2016 to 2020, with 104 articles. 
The year 2021 was when we did this research, and at the time there were only two articles published. When looking at author location, the vast majority of the authors were located in an African country, with only 16% of the authors not located within Africa at the time of their research. The most prominent authors were Finter and Farrington, with several other African authors also prominently starting to feature and increase their contributions. As can be seen from the authors with the most contributions, almost all were located on the African continent at the time of their research. Some of the most popular journals included the South African Journal of Business Management, the Management Dynamics Journal, and the European Journal of Business and Management, each with 10, 8, and 7 articles published in them respectively. In the last two columns, the impact factor of these journals at the time of the study can also be seen. And it can be noted that all the journals with the highest number of publications are accredited. As can be seen, the academic journal with the highest impact factor is the Entrepreneurship Theory and Practice Journal with an impact factor of 10.75. This is then followed by the Journal of Business Venturing and the Strategic Management Journal, each with impact factors greater than 8.5. In the second column, the impact factor of these journals at the time of our study is shown and as you can see, the final column displays the number of articles published in these journals. Only three articles were published in the Highest Impact Journal, two articles were published in the International Journal of Science and Research, while the rest of the High Impact Journals only had one article published in them at the time of the study. Where journal accreditations were concerned, majority of the journals were accredited with ISSN, accounting for 118 of the 206 journal accreditations. This was followed by articles being accredited by Web of Science and Scopus with 22 and 21 articles, respectively. As for publication citations, the article with the highest number of citations was authored by Morris, Williams, Allen and Avila in 1997, titled Correlates of Success in Family Business Transitions, and had 1,075 citations at the time that we did the study. This was followed by Corville, Bruton and Wood in 2009, the article titled Informal Family Businesses in Africa with 391 article citations. These two articles specifically were published quite a few years ago, which is a significant contributor to their citation numbers being so high. Uh, on the slide, you can see examples of other articles with high citation numbers. Most of these article citations are between 100 and 190. As can be seen, more than a half of the articles analyzed used quantitative methods in their studies, while the remainder of the articles adopted either qualitative or mixed methods. Where country focus is concerned, research on African family businesses has taken place in 17 countries, with the most research originating from Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, and Ghana accounting for 148 of the 206 articles in the study. Lastly, by examining keywords, we were able to identify topics investigated. The most popular topics include succession, succession planning, performance, entrepreneurship, sustainability, strategy, finance, and networking, amongst others. 
The summary of the findings identified that similar to the field as a whole, African family business research publication activity was slow, but increased significantly from 2006 onwards. The 206 articles that met the study's criteria were authored by 452 scholars, 84% which were based on the African continent at the time of the publication. Of the total scholars, six authors from five institutions contributed to almost 30% of the total outputs. It was found that collaborations between these authors is what contributed to their productivity. An analysis also showed that almost half of the articles that met the study's criteria were published in a journal with an impact factor of less than one, whilst 64 of the articles were published in journals that had an impact factor of zero. It was also identified that articles with the highest citations were published in journals with the highest impact factors, whilst articles with no citations were published in journals with impact factors of zero at the time of the study being done. Additionally, similar to the field as a whole, it was found that most African family business articles also use quantitative studies, and that, as mentioned, majority of the research done on African family businesses originate from Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, and Ghana, these countries representing the largest economies in Africa. Finally, topics such as performance, succession, entrepreneurship, sustainability, strategy, and governance were found to be amongst the most popular topics in African family business research, as well as in the family business field as a whole. <laughs> Recommendations were provided as follows. <clears throat> Excuse me. Recommendations to increase publication activity include academic institutions providing incentives as well as setting aside resources for scholars and research, which would attract more researchers to the field. An increase in collaborations between national and international authors by means of networking and conference attendance is also highly recommended for the further involvement of the field. Researchers are also encouraged to publish in high-impact journals and journals where research on African family businesses is centralised. Researchers are also encouraged to publish in accredited, international and open-access online journals in order to increase citation numbers. In the same breath, it is recommended that researchers avoid publishing in predatory journals as this can undermine research quality, reliability and integrity. Researchers can also further publicize their research by attending conferences and joining academic social networking platforms such as ResearchGate, Academia and Mendeley. Other recommendations include the use of mixed method combinations of research to grow and strengthen the understanding of family businesses as well as calls for more qualitative research. Also recommended for future studies is an increase in research focusing on other African countries in order to get a greater representation of Africa as a whole. Uh, research is also recommended uh, to focus on more research topics of interest to the field as a whole, such as social responsibility and gender in family businesses. For funding purposes in countries with smaller economies, researchers and institutions could apply for funding from institutions such as 
the African Development Bank and the World Bank. Additionally, these researchers could also consider collaborating with well-known benefactors and other researchers from countries with a larger economy. Finally, the limitations of the study resulted in 206 articles meeting the study's criteria. The search for these articles were restricted to articles found on the databases Google and Google Scholar. The articles had to pertain to African family businesses, meaning family businesses located on the African continent. And finally, the articles had to be published in the English language. For future research, it is recommended that the studies include other academic outputs, such as master's dissertations, doctoral thesis, conference papers, and books on family business research in an African context. The studies should also expand the databases they use to use other databases, such as Scopus, Science Direct, and Web of Science. Additionally, future studies should not be confined to researching the English language, as this excludes non-English research that originates from countries where English is not a predominant language. Additionally, it is proposed that the current review be updated annually and that future researchers compare African research to international research in order to gauge whether research studies done on African family business is on par with international research. Providing this review, the current study has added to the existing body of knowledge on family business research, with particular focus on providing insights into family business research done in Africa. In doing so, the study has profiled the research done and has identified gaps that exist in the field of African family business research. More specifically, the study has undertaken the task of exploring and quantifying the who, what, where, and how of research with regards to family businesses in Africa by identifying the authors who are contributing to research outputs, notifying, um, excuse me, <clears throat> noting uh, which topics the research covers, where they are publishing, and the methods used to carry out the research, in addition to assessing the impact they have had on the field as a whole. Thus, the study contributes contributed to the body of family business knowledge by outlining the performance and highlighting the deficits in African family business research. Once again, I would like to thank you all for joining and listening in on this presentation. Any questions are welcomed and will be answered by myself and Professor Shelley Farrington. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cassidy. Well done. Um, and um, I know that you're also doing a fantastic study, um, busy with your master's and a working lady. So well done. Um, fantastic job that you and Professor Farrington started, and I know you're continuing. So let me ask the first question from uh, this one of the supervisors. Um, I think which would, might also be interesting to Angela um, from, you know, from a dynamic capability perspective and her literature review is do you, um, do you consider using other databases in your master studies? Um, when you compare it to your honours um, treatise? Definitely. That was one of the key considerations at the beginning of uh, my master's study, with, along with my supervisors, was actually expanding the databases that we are using to have a more inclusive study, or as well as to broaden the scope of the articles that we include in the study. Can you remember any of the databases, or is it, I'm, I'm not too quickly on you? No, no, I think I think if I'm correct, the databases are Scopus, Web of Science. Uh, I want to say 
academia something, you know, let me, let me start there. Let me no, just mention no, those two. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, we, we definitely are planning to expand the databases that we are looking into. I'm not sure if Professor Paddington has anything else to add to that question. Good afternoon, everyone. Can you hear me, um, Cassidy? Can you hear you? Yes, 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 I'm able to. Is right. Um, what we're going to do is, you can see for the honors project, it focused mainly just on Google and Google Scholar. That was really just the tip of the iceberg and doing a proper systematic review, we're going to go into some of the more sort of recognized databases like she mentioned, Scopus and Web of Science. That's right, amongst others. Can I um, also ask, um, uh, Cassidy, perhaps you can answer that, um, but it's a question that Shelley and I get a lot is why why do you think um this type of study is unnecessary do you think that we can learn and i know welcome is probably also still online but why do you think we look at african family businesses what can we learn from them that we don't know from you know other research that's been conducted you know in other contexts on on topics on family businesses you know, I think similar to what Welcome said in his presentation, a lot of the research on family businesses is conducted from a more Western European point of view. Uh, so when you look at the economy of Africa and that the foundation of our economy is supported by more informal family businesses as well as just the structure in general of the businesses are family business-based, it is important that we have a look at what defines family businesses in Africa? You know, what are the challenges they are faced with? How are they structured? As you know, family businesses in Africa is not as uh, strictly confined, can I say, to immediate family. It's a lot of extended family that's included. Yeah. You know, we can even go on to friends, etc. So for that purpose, and that's just, that's just a real uh, small factor. But because of that and the structure and the different dynamics of African family businesses, it is incredibly imperative that we study African family businesses and not just look at the European almost Western framework that we are usually used to seeing in other research. Okay. I don't know if that hopefully answers the question. Yeah, no, that is, I agree with you 100% because it's a unique context. And I think we have time for one more question, which is actually a very good one from Victor. How did you select the journals to be selected? Did you have a specific criteria for journal quality? So, um, yeah, that's a very good question. Prof, and not to my, I, I think Professor Fellington could perhaps add to this, uh, but to my knowledge, we didn't have a specific thing for journals. The search criteria was just African family businesses in the English language on Google and Google Scholar. Um, the journals didn't, I think the journals had to be accredited journals, and I think that was yeah. perhaps the only factor that we took into consideration where journals were concerned. Yeah, I can perhaps also answer Victor and then perhaps Shelley can also add, but we definitely didn't look include uh, any predatory journals because our institution is very strict on, um, you know, not publishing in these journals. So that is definitely one criteria that it must be an accredited um, journalist. Uh, Shelley, perhaps you want well, I can just add, I mean, the, the focus of this paper, this research is really at this stage just to explore the field to look at who's doing, who's out there and what they're doing, you know, not specifically to look at topics. The next stage of the research is to focus more on the, the quality of the, the actual work that's out there. For example, to look at specific journals, um, which 
African articles have been published on them within certain topical areas, like, for example, entrepreneurship or succession. But at this point, it was really just um, a sort of a global uh, bird's eye view of who's out there and where they're based and what they're doing. So that we can actually now delve deeper into withdrawing the, the articles that are published in, in more high-quality journals, because that would give us an indication that it's higher-quality research. So this is really just the, the first step, uh, which has provided us with this bird's-eye view and to kickstart the next project. I, I want to thank you very much, um, Cassidy and Professor Farrington. Thank you very much for um, a very interesting presentation and also for Angela and Welcome that presented earlier. And uh, I want to uh, um, thank um, Titi very much. And I want to invite all of you to this afternoon session that's starting at four o'clock. I think it promised to be very interesting on um, the regenerative power of family businesses. I think it would be a very interesting panel discussion the last hour. So I really hope that you get a good rest or do what you have to do and that we see all of you back at four o'clock. Thank you so much, everyone. See you back at four o'clock. <laughs>